0: Welcome back to another episode of Memory Jogger on the Rediscover the 80s podcast. Thank you everyone for subscribing and listening to us and also watching us on YouTube as we jog our memories and run down a few childhood dreams from the 80s and early 90s. I am one of your hosts, Jason, who is trying to avoid the Noid. And having a good time with the great taste of McDonald's is my longtime friend and fellow co-host, Wyatt. How are you, sir?
1: Doing well. What I really miss is all the actual characters of McDonald's.
0: Mm-hmm. You
1: know, and Burglar. And you had... Um, oh, Mary
0: McCheese.
1: Yeah, Mary McCheese and the big, huge uh, Big Mac sandwich that walked around. Uh, the Fry <laughs> the Guys. Bird.
0: Fry Guys and what was the bird? The uh, Bird. I can't remember what her name was. Anyway. Remember, yeah. Yeah. The Fry Guys. I remember commercials with them. And then, they, you know, they got into the McNugget Buddies. All those commercials with those little puppet, <laughs> The McNuggets.
1: Oh, man. And then the Avoid the Noid. Man, that was like the reigning icon for Domino's for years. And then I. I still right. I don't have it here immediately. Now you throw this. I don't have it with me. I found a deck of cards. I had the Noid. On the back of the different cards, um, I got it at my last job uh, here in, in in the service just before I retired.
0: Yeah. Remember, I found that hat at RetroCon that had a void, right. void on it. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Those were some fun commercials, too. Kind of claymation. Yeah. Those commercials, the, the the mascot. But anyway, if you might not have guessed by now, we're uh, up to episode 17, and we're going to be discussing our favorite. Foods and restaurants of our childhood, uh, we're going to get into just the, the eateries of our hometown, some that were just you know local there, some of the you know more the chain restaurants that you guys probably remember of the time. and we're gonna get into some of our favorite foods, uh, maybe some weird foods that don't exist anymore. Maybe we wish they did and some that they were glad that they kind of faded away in history. But uh, this is going to be a fun episode about our foods. And I'm really looking forward to revealing our list. We haven't really looked at each other's notes. So it's, it's going to be fun to see what we got coming up here. Oh, yeah. But um, we've got some, uh, a, a nice breaker. I want to get to uh, some feedback right now because i uh, very thankful that uh, we've got a lot of listeners and uh, commenters over there on YouTube mainly now. And I want to give them the floor a little bit. From our last episode, which was the board and card games, we went over a user Sloonis. He says, enjoyed the trip down memory lane. I also played hotels and payday a ton and had Fireball Island as a kid. I'm also waiting for the new game. Uh, thank you for that comment. We both have the Fireball Island game. I sadly haven't done a review yet but I have played it with my two boys and even my youngest and she enjoyed it as well. Oh man, it's glorious. I love oh, yeah. it. I, I use glorious a lot as a adjective on <laughs> on this podcast, but it is, I mean, it was just, uh, putting it together was fun. And then once we finally got to it and remembered all of the rules, cause it, there is quite a few amount of, uh, rules you got to remember. And, uh, as you're traveling through the game and how to maneuver and everything and the whole object really of the game um it took a little time for those to soak in but once they did oh we've had some great games so far have have you
1: got yours out of the box yet i did i had my oldest well he he and i played it and it took uh took us a while to figure out how you actually play the game um (laughs) we played it once I read it and understood it, then I thought, well, this is too complex for my son to understand. So I said, well, we'll just, we'll just roll the dice and go with that. So <laughs> we did that. He's, he's six. So uh, we had to make it simple. So we uh-huh. did that. We did that for probably spent an hour playing that and didn't get to fire too many fireballs. So I said, let's <laughs> have a free for all. And that's what he, he loved it after that. Uh, <laughs> But uh, yeah, it, it was a great game. Brought back a lot of memories. The problem was, I don't remember that being so complex of a game. I just remember our mutual friend. I think it was our mutual friend that had it. Yeah, it was. And we would you know, just sit there for however long it took the game. I remember knocking, knocking the guy off the bridge. I didn't remember the gems or the diamonds or whatever that are, that are there. I think I only played it once or twice growing up. I don't know about how often you played it. I
0: remember playing it a few times. I do remember the big gem at the top that you were trying to get. Mm-hmm. Uh, don't remember if the old game had the trees that you could kind of position to deflect the fireballs as they I come out. That either. The original might have had those. I did not remember that, but I thought that was a fun little twist mm-hmm. to the game itself. And uh, as a part of the uh, Kickstarter package, we got another set of cards to kind of throw in as action cards and there were some fun ones in there that you got to steal this or you got to um, move some extra spaces and and things of that nature that made the game uh, a a lot more fun and challenging too as you're trying to win but it's very interesting I, I do liken it a lot to say like Settlers of Catan where you've got to travel around, you've got to collect everything, but there's, there's multiple strategies involved to win. There's not just like a clear cut thing. Yeah. You've got to get those little, uh, uh, map cards, but you don't necessarily need them to, uh, to, you know, to win the game. So anyway, just if you have not, uh, weren't in on the Kickstarter, I know they are putting it in, uh, some comic shops and retail stores like that. So go check it out if you can. And if you can afford it, I know it's a little pricey probably now in stores close to probably three digits. Uh, I think what was our charge? 75, I think.
1: Well, yeah, they had the shipping. I think they tacked onto it, but it was 60 for the Kickstarter donation and probably the $10 shipping.
0: Yeah. So it, I still say it was worth it, and oh, yeah. uh, we've we've really enjoyed playing it so far. Um, let's keep moving along here. Jero Space, who's always one of our commenters on YouTube, he asks, uh, did either of you guys have the G.I. Joe board game? It had a lot of pieces, and we had no idea how to play it, so we made up our own rules. I don't remember the G.I. Joe board game at all or anybody that had it. Do you?
1: Uh, no, I'm doing a quick look see what it looked like but i don't think i don't think anybody had it
0: no it I was
1: it, i don't even think our mutual friend leaf had it he was kind of the wealthy kid of the bunch of us so if anybody had it he did yeah, right uh, did not, not remember it, that board game yeah i'm looking at it now i don't rec i don't recognize it no
0: all right well we'll move on to the next comment there thank you for that one Jero space and uh to m willis left a quick comment cool content Keep it up. The eightings were amazing. Yes, they were. were. (laughs) We appreciate that comment. Glad to that. That was fun. And I like doing these. I don't have really any like screen share images uh, saved to throw up there as we do this episode. But those that we do like that one and and some of the other ones we do have been uh, have been fun to share Mm -hmm. uh, over there on YouTube. Uh, Now, just a quick icebreaker or two. We, we told you about MJ the movie is what I'm calling it, uh, that, that why it's almost got done there. Have you seen
1: Bumblebee? I have not. I know you did. I've oh, man. I think Adam, but I don't know if he's too young for it or not.
0: Yeah, it was, it was really good. I, there are some, a couple scenes where some humans get turned into liquid, not really blood, but like clear liquid, Okay, <laughs> which might be a little disturbing. Uh, And there is a little bit of language in there, but oh my gosh, the best Transformers movie they've made by far, in my opinion. And it was just fun. It was just fun. It wasn't all necessarily that a lot of them look like the G1 characters, but it sure helped as I'm watching it. Um, But it was just a fun movie. And they basically brought it right back around to kind of tie into that first one that they made with Michael Bay. And I'm kind of, it, it, that's fine. I would have preferred that they not do that, um, and and kind of kept going and maybe do a a sequel, direct out of this one. But um, and they still might do that. But it was great, and it just has got me vamped for some G1 toys. These reproductions they've been doing through Walmart, and now they got Optimus out. Doesn't have the trailer. But there's one Walmart in my town. I've got like three or four of them here. There's one that seems to be consistent with getting the the G1 toys in there. And I found the the one that's just the die cast uh, Optimus. And that's not bad. at $6. But, man, $50 for the G1 Optimus that actually transforms, has the fists and everything, you know. Looks really nice, but I'm gonna wait till that maybe goes on clearance.
1: <laughs> yeah, I don't blame it. But I'm looking here on Walmart.com, and they, it looks like they have it for thirty-one ninety-nine.
0: Really? Well, that's oh, a little that's bit die- better.
1: My my bad. It says diecast. Sorry. Oh, well, I thought it was the transformer, dude.
0: Anyway, um, they've released the mini ones too. I have not seen any of those, but I've seen some people on Twitter posting those up. They're already on clearance or something at their store. I don't know. I might have to seek out some of those, but it's going to be a little, I think expensive on uh, going back on like eBay or something to find them. (laughs) I don't know. I'm, I'm ramped up into those toys though. I mean, they're that hot rod that we both got once it came down a little bit in price. uh, It's awesome.
1: Yeah. They came down to 1299 and now, Then they ramped it back up to to like twenty seven, ninety four or something like that. Now it's uh, it's been hovering at eighteen seventy five. I've been watching it because have you? Yeah, I should have. I should have swooped in and got like the eight that I saw at that one Walmart.
0: (laughs) Well, I I was still looking for uh, Starscream to come down, and I I guess I waited too long. So anyway, we'll see. Maybe I'll come back around for that one. I like that they had the Megatron gun with him as an accessory. That's just perfect to me. Anyway, um have you seen some of these uh announcements uh, mainly Ghostbusters? They're bringing there's a new Ghostbusters movie already announced. I it's going to happen in uh, July 2020. The mm. uh the son of Ivan Reitman, Jason Reitman is going to direct. They've already released this little teaser trailer where you go out to this barn and you hear somebody playing with a proton pack and you you get to see the uh, Ecto-1 under a sheet there in the barn. I don't know. What are you thinking about this?
1: Oh, well, I'm already excited. I just want to see how they do the storyline. If this is like defunct Ghostbusters and the kids find it, or is this like a back trail story to try to catch up? I don't know what the storyline's going to be, really. Um, I, I'm curious if they're going to follow along with the 84. Or the, 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 it's... The not our original 84, I mean, the newer one that came out with their ladies. If they're going to try to pseudo go with it, or if they're going to be like, yeah, that didn't exist, we're going this way. uh, I I see what they're going to do with it.
0: It sound well, just from this, this, the short little snippet of information that we got, it sounded like everything that happened in 84 happened. And this is 30 years, 35 years later now. So it sounds like it's going to be a direct sequel to one and two hmm. and the one that they just made. I don't know. I don't know if that's, I I'm, I'm guessing they're going to ignore that all together from the sound of it because it had Patty, uh, what's her name? Uh, the, uh, the African American lady. I I thought she was the funniest of them all. Uh, she was up in arms yeah. <laughs> on Twitter and did not, uh, really appreciate them. Essentially, seemingly ignoring them and ignoring the movie that they made. But again, I come back to it. I did have fun with it, but it still, to me, did not know what it wanted to be. It definitely was not a direct sequel. It wasn't necessarily a reboot because they had like cameos of people in there.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And it wasn't, you know, wasn't a direct remake of. You know, the original either. Um, I, I don't know. I don't know what it was supposed to be. I had, I can say I honestly had fun with it. And it I'm was here. fun to get Ecto Cooler on the shelves again and all the little, you know, merchandise that came along with it. I, th- I right. think that's what uh, a lot of people appreciated too, that it kind of revamped the whole universe of Ghostbusters. But right. uh, I'm excited now that maybe uh, they are going to do one that they probably should have done 20 years ago with Ghostbusters three with, you know, the original cast, but I don't know. It's going to be fun. I'm, I'm excited probably more now to see who they're going to cast in the movie than anything. Exactly. And I don't know when that'll be revealed. We're obviously still a year and a half away. But
1: <laughs> What's funny is how this is right on the heels of, they just finished. I think the Bumblebee movie was coming out. Then the Walmart big, huge minute and a half, like just, <laughs> that was just, 80s heaven galore, there. All I love that commercial. Oh, awesome! You get everybody but the General Lee in there. Um, Mm -hmm. but it was awesome to see that. Then you see the trailer for the movie. I'm like, they they timed it just right to do this. They just finished out Bumblebee, the movie. Now they're starting Ghostbusters 2020. This, yeah, where's Knight Rider? Come on.
0: That was good, and then another one that interested me is Netflix is bringing back Unsolved Mysteries. Oh, did yeah. you see this?
1: I did. This oh my is, gosh. I you don't know, you know if I well, William, you know, uh, or uh, Robert Stack isn't there anymore. But I wonder if they're going to yeah. bring some guy that's going to be like just as spooky as th- that dude.
0: I hope so. I hope they do it just like the old show. And you know, they kept going with uh, was it Dennis Farina? I think took over as the host. And it was kind of in that same format, but you lost a lot of the music and that, I don't know, that kind of spooky feeling that Robert Stack had when he hosted. And we're glued. We, uh, we do Roku. And on the Roku player, there is a channel called Pluto TV. And when you bring Pluto TV up, it's kind of like a cable. It looks like cable channels and, you know, they have a like 24 hour unsolved mysteries channel. And if you can get past like the same commercial being played, you know, 20 times in in one hour, maybe not that many times. But (laughs) if you can get past some of those, you know, things like that, that come up on Pluto TV. Oh, it's awesome. We'll just turn it to that and leave it on. (laughs) <laughs> and uh, we were watching a creepy episode today, and I was like, oh, man, I just can't wait. I hope that this new revamped version is kind of that same way, that same spirit. Yeah, that was uh, that was an exciting find to me. So this last couple of weeks have been very interesting with some of the announcements coming out, and uh, we'll have to see what else 2019 has in store. Oh, yeah. Uh, I'm hoping very soon... Since the uh, the Men in Black movie is coming out, I think uh, maybe Memorial Day that we'll start getting some uh, some more announcements about Mask.
1: That's Mr. F. Gary
0: Gray, who the, he's the one that directed uh, Men in Black. I think it's called Men in Black International. So that that could be approaching. Maybe we'll finally get our Mask movie.
1: It's too bad they didn't. Uh, Just saying. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to let that go until they make the actual, it's coming out on theater.
0: <laughs> All right, well, hopefully, we'll keep our fingers crossed on that one, but let's get to the show at hand and our foods and eateries and restaurants of our childhood, and, and the way that I broke this out is uh, we're going to talk about some of our favorite local eateries from the 80s and 90s era, and uh, then we're going to break down some foods we'll get into like snacks and candy and maybe even drinks cereal and then we'll uh get into like the weird stuff too that we remember quirky stuff uh from the 80s but um I'm going to give you the floor first and let you what's one of the restaurants you remember going to as a kid locally there in Clearfield Pennsylvania
1: Well oh there's so many honestly um there's no no rhyme or reason, so I'll throw one out. Stromboli okay. land before it was Billy Burgers Billy's Burger Land.
0: Stromboli land, yes.
1: And they had that was the first place I well, I take that back. My mom's stromboli was the first I probably had. Went there though. Man, if you wanted to get scolded by the Grease, that was the place. <laughs> for it. I still remember this day. We um I was working there at there, the old town road Exxon. Mm-hmm. And hadn't had it for years. Same, any Stromboli anywhere from anywhere, took a bite out of that. Thought my my mouth was going to be on fire at you know just lava, and I went out to the wash bay, the automatic wash bay, and just tilted it. And it just, <laughs> <let's go. laughs> but, uh, Let the grease yeah. out. Yeah, yeah, but it was some good Stromboli there. Yeah, it's it tr- one of your favorite places.
0: Well, just bouncing off that Stromboli. I guess people, I don't know what the difference between stromboli and a calzone is. Uh, If it's, there's just more in a stromboli like meat or something. But yeah, I just remember it being like a folded up pizza. Yeah. And And you dip your
1: pasta sauce or your pizza sauce. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Like marinara sauce. And, you know, you could get all kinds of different uh, meats and stuff in there could be just all cheese. I think they did several, you know, cheeses in there that they could do. But, man, that was just some – that was good. And it was just one of those things that, hey, this restaurant, it was like a little mom and pop that they got right. And that's all they were known for mainly. I don't remember ever getting any other (laughs) thing to eat there, you know. But there's nothing wrong with that. No. Nothing wrong with that at all.
1: My dad picked me there since when it's Billy's Burger Land, and we'll have breakfast there. Which is uh-huh. hilarious. He makes eggs and bacon whenever I'm home. That's his like day-to-day breakfast. But on a whim, he'll decide to go there. And what do we have? Eggs and bacon. I mean <laughs>
0: <laughs> I don't know if I've been there since it wasn't Stromboli land.
1: <laughs> the same joint. Still it looks the same on the inside. I mean, it there's yeah. no change except that they threw up, you know, Billy's Burger Land on the outside. That's it.
0: Right. One of my favorites has always been Sid's, Sid's sub shop. Mm -hmm. And it's this weird building. It's like a dome. And, but it's got like, uh, I don't know, these like hexagon patterns. Uh, (laughs) It's, you know, around the building. And it was just one of those places you walked in, you, it was mainly subs. Um, I think they did, they do other things, pizza maybe or something but it was always about getting uh, the sub sandwich and uh, you could sit down in there and eat or get it to go. But it was one of those places that I remember my parents would go sit down to eat and I would beg them for quarters to go play the arcade machines. And I had a few there there. They had the cocktail table uh, Pac-Man. I remember that they had that rolling thunder. I remember playing and they had, uh, I think 1942 or 1943 But SID's, oh my gosh, I just loved it. Uh, Now when we go back home, I do try to get there at least once if I can. And it's just one of those sub shops that, you know, mom and pop, they have their own names for their sandwiches and everything. I get the Soprano, which is like this Italian sub with all the Italian meats. There it is. And, uh, oh, I love SID's.
1: Yeah, here's a picture of Sid's Sub Shop. You can see that the dome, and you, like you said, you see the, the hexagon up there on the top. That's what mm-hmm. the exterior looks like. It's just a dome. And just for kicks, here's Billy's Burgerland. It's just a little <laughs> point, which used to be the Stromboli land. So uh, just yeah, sharing with our, our viewers that can see this. Yep,
0: yeah. Let's keep going. What else you got?
1: Um, One of our classic ones. I do not have a picture of this. And we talk about it in MJ the movie, and we we even drive by the building. It's called Tasty Freeze.
0: <laughs> yes, the old Tasty Freeze. I think they're actually still open. They're like as a chain in the U.S. I think there's actually some Tasty Freezes yes. still open.
1: Still a few, and there's even um, I'm trying to think of a, a song. Um,
0: it's uh, John Mellencamp. Yeah. John M- Sucking on chili dog outside Outside to taste freeze. Yep, yep, (laughs) that's it. Oh my gosh, we had one in Kerwinsville and it was within biking distance. But that restaurant, and then there was this other little stand I'll call it between Kerwinsville and Dubois. I Mm -hmm. can't remember on what route. 219. That, yes, and what I got at both of those places was the pizza burger.
1: Yep, same here.
0: that's always what I got. It's basically a hamburger with the pizza sauce and mozzarella cheese. That's it. And man, those things were good. Oh, man. I could go for one right now. Pizza <laughs> one burgers.
1: Had, one of them actually had a better burger, and I don't know which one it was. Here's a Tasty Freeze outside of Virginia, uh, uh, Gordonsville, Virginia. It's, I'll call it similar to what Wars looked like. Nonetheless, we had a uh, one made. One of the places made it with a sausage patty versus just a regular burger.
0: That's true. Yes. Now, maybe it was Tasty Freeze that had it had the sausage more than just like the hamburger.
1: Yeah, I can't remember, uh, I can't remember. meat, but it might have been the guy on two hundred and nineteen.
0: Yeah, that's a great choice. Oh yeah. Um. Let's see what else.
1: Well, let's just throw
0: out. Uh, as far as local. Kind of places go. Let's throw out, uh, ah, let's throw out hosses. I, I, I still got to eat a hosses every time. It is a must when I'm home. Hosses, steak, and seafood house. The closest one was in Dubois. And the uh, there's always a, the, the first thing I go for is the steak tips. And you can get them with gravy and peppers and onions if you want to. Or you can just use the A1 on it. The steak tips is, is just a staple. And then the whole salad bar, food bar experience that is Haas's is always something I love. Because I, I, that's one place I will get a salad ahead of time and a pretty big salad and just load up on everything that they have there. But on the side now, you know the, the garlic bread was always a staple. I had to go get me a piece of garlic bread, and depending on the soups, I would get some soups as well. but then on the other side, you got all of the you got the ice cream bar and the dessert bar, so you could get ice cream in a cup and put whatever slew of toppings you wanted on there and then they always had like little puddings and pies and cookies and everything else for the dessert. There was never a time I walked out of hosses that I didn't feel like, "Oh my gosh, I ate too much. <laughs> you know you just kinda go it, it's just an experience you know I have to have hosses when we go home it's It's an absolute must,
1: well, I'm not quite that must have uh i'm I'm pretty humble, I'll just have whatever my dad usually wants asks us where we want to go and uh-huh. we end up some place, typically a Chinese joint uh, <laughs> On a rare occasion, Dutch pantry, and we'll talk about that one later. But Haas's, I like every now and then. I'll go usually with my mom with this one. Mm-hmm. like you. Buffet is typically the one I go to. Every now and then, though, I'll have their burger, which mm-hmm. is a great burger, as well as the steak tips. Those are the two hot items on the menu that I'll I'll yeah. gravitate towards if I'm going to order off the menu.
0: Now, as a kid, the cool thing about Haas's is everybody loves hot dogs. Haas's carved your name in the freaking hot dog so you knew it was yours it was almost like a little personalized hot dog there it says jason written right on the hot
1: dog you don't remember that oh my gosh dude no no
0: oh yeah see that's that was my kid's first experience there when we went home we went to hoss's it's like you guys gotta get the hot dogs it's the only time i've ever said this to him probably you gotta (laughs) get the hot dogs so you can get your name written in there And they cook them up, and they come right out, and there's your name. I used to try to do that at home, too. Once we had that experience, they were like, would you put my name in the hot dog? I'll try. (laughs) Sometimes it worked out, sometimes it didn't, but, yeah, I don't know. That was just one of those little quirky things about Hosses. Write your name in the hot dog. (laughs) What else you got? Let's just keep going through these.
1: Well, one place that uh, we visited actually on Memory Jog of the movie and talked about was the Old Town Road Dairy. Yeah, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. uh, great ice cream shop. I, 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 I won't lie that I didn't. I thought Dairy Queen and Old Town Road Dairy were pretty close. Yeah, but I thought they had more options when they made their. I think it's called their Twisters, which is their their alternative to the Blizzard. Right. Yep. And uh, but you could get. Uh, I think they had like an Hawaiian style where they put like pineapple chunks and uh, like a coconut flavor or something or other to make your Hawaiian pita colada style thing. Mm-hmm. There's all types of stuff. And they have good food too. Don't get me wrong. We, I ate, in fact, I made you jealous that one day I had lunch there. Uh, <laughs> they had, uh, I can't remember what I had now, but um uh, it was a great little joint to have ice cream. And, you know, you're right there in Clearfield, typically on, on the main drag, you know, in Clearfield to Curlinsville or Hyde or somewhere yep. more close, uh, but yeah,
0: I, it seemed I know they closed like in the winter time, but it seemed like they were open for some even in the winter.
1: Yeah, well, um,
0: and then they that, might be it may might be uh, open all year round now with the full restaurant and everything. But I always went there for ice cream. It was all about the ice cream. Uh, tea berry was always my favorite. Yep, I was I, I had to yep. get t berry. That's what I was and getting. They also sold like a knockoff, or it might have been the actual dilly bars that they had at Dairy Queen. You know that?
1: Yeah, they did. Or, yeah. or
0: no, 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 no. What they did, they might have had those, but you could get it dipped. So you could take your hard ice cream and get it dipped in the uh, the shell, the chocolate shell stuff. Mm-hmm. You know that harden. But yeah, I remember getting like stuff like that there that was dipped, or maybe the Dilly bars. Uh, those were some of my favorites as a as a kid. Oh, yeah. And uh, I have gone back there on, on occasion too, and they still have the tea berry and
1: oh yeah, tons
0: of tons of other flavors. Yeah, it's a great joint. What do you got? Uh oh, uh, let's throw out. Oh, I mean sheets. I mean sheets is just a staple of the. Pennsylvania experience, in my opinion. (laughs) Sheets is just like, well, what was Unimart and, you know, the convenience store of the time. Uh, Some of those other places up north, like Wawa, you think of. Kind of something similar. But Sheets, I lived off of Sheets Chili Dogs for, like, my whole entire high school experience. Uh, We'd stop in there, get a couple of Chili Dogs you know, they had the, the fountain drinks and everything there, but I don't know. It, it was just, uh, there's something unique about going to Sheets, even though it's like a gas station. <laughs> uh, now, and I I think their food is, is still pretty good now. The subs and they do breakfast and everything there. I'm not trying to be a commercial, but it's one of those things when I'm driving up north and I see that first Sheet sign, I'm like, oh man, I'm home. You know, <laughs> yeah. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. That's just, it's always been my experience with sheets. It just reminds me of home.
1: Same maybe because we had
0: like 12 of them.
1: <laughs> well, you know, we started out with Unimart and that was the big uh, chain in the area. Then sheets seemed to move in shortly after. And like you, I, I love sheets. I'm pretty much a bread and butter guy. I've tried their hoagies uh, and so forth and I still love all their foods. My staple, my go-to, whether there or at Unimart, has been the two hot dog special with sauerkraut and mustard. Mm-hmm. Uh, how This is moving into Unimart because that's one of my menus items or, or items I picked tonight for our podcast. Mm-hmm. I went, I don't know how many times, well, coming home from work, from the radio station, going to Grampian, going through the Curlinsville, the upper Unimart there in mm-hmm. Curlinsville. I would stop every night grab two hot dogs i would get i think they were homemade cuz they were they were saran wrapped rice crispy squares and a small no i actually carried dr pepper what am i thinking about carried dr <laughs> pepper and uh i'd have like the like i said two dogs sauerkraut and hot do- and mustard and then uh the rice crispy treat and book at home and the hilarity of it was i'm in a stick shift trying to eat <laughs> and the more comical part is I would eat with my right hand shifters on the right I don't know why I never you know switched but I would shift with the left hand shifting gears did it <laughs> well I did it from 93 till I left in 95 so there you go
0: <laughs>
1: um, That's yeah good. Unimart yeah that was also the other uh, place for me yep. so, yeah. what else you got I guess I did combine that, huh? Um, How about, do you remember the ice cream parlor in the Clearfield Mall?
0: Dapper Dan's.
1: Dapper Dan's. I could never remember (laughs) it. Yes. Yeah. It was
0: on my list. Dapper Dan's. And there was one in the Dubois Mall. I don't know if it was a Dapper Dan's or if it was a different one. But there was like a, it was like an ice cream and then like a little diner in the Dubois Mall as well. But yeah, Dapper Dan's i don't know it seemed like i would always ask for it and never get it when we're in the mall (laughs) so i don't specifically remember eating there much or even getting ice cream there from for uh when when we were in there but yeah i do remember that
1: i remember maybe one or two ice cream trips there and that was that was it. Uh, I don't know if it was <laughs> spicy or what, but it was if I remember right, it was the Hershey's Hard ice cream. It wasn't the soft serve that you got right at the Dairy Queen or or uh, Old Town Road Dairy. It was the right. it was the hard stuff and it was still good to me.
0: Yeah. Absolutely. What do you got? Uh there's a couple pizza joints that we frequented Fox's <laughs> Pizza Den. Yep. And well, uh yep. and Mabel's Pizza over there in East End by you. You probably oh, yeah. had that more than I did, but uh, Foxes. I remember my mother getting the steak salad there. That was like a staple for her. She got the steak salad at Fox's and I think they sold maybe stromboli or uh, calzones or something because yeah. I don't know. I don't, I don't remember getting a lot of their pizza. It was more for other stuff. Um, I don't Are they still
1: in business Foxes? There is one in Clearfield. There mm-hmm.
0: is. Is the one in Kerwinsville still there?
1: No. Okay. No, it's, it's long gone. But funny thing about Foxes, we had a Foxes, and you, we had Mabel's Pizza. I, as a kid, I couldn't tell you what, what the difference of either one. Yeah. Right. But, um, I went to the Kerwinsville one, ninety-eight, ninety-nine, two thousand, somewhere in that zone. Mm-hmm. And I had lunch with my pastor, and I actually was pretty impressed with that pizza. I hadn't had it for years, and lo and behold, the one thing I took home—I my wife has since gotten rid of it—is this big, like half-gallon size of a drink <laughs> mug. Oh my <laughs> I gosh! That and I had it. That I actually made iced tea in it uh, and took it to work when I was out in Idaho. And uh, that's when I got did it. I must have done it in two thousand one when I got back from Korea. And I took that thing. People were like insane. Like, are you drinking that much coffee? (laughs) Still, you have to be like peeing every thirty minutes or something. Yeah, probably. But yeah, Yeah. that was some good stuff. That pizza Foxes. Maybe I don't remember Mabel's. I'm sure it was good. I don't remember.
0: I I don't. Yeah, I don't remember any specifically. You know situation where we ordered Mabel's unless we were meeting somebody there or whatever but uh, or somebody had it at their house that we were invited over to um but yeah I kind of blended those two together because yeah like I said Foxes. I didn't remember hardly ever ordering their pizza we mainly ordered from Pizza Hut mm-hmm. when we did get it so what else for you
1: well I'm gonna um go kind of more uh, to the Clearfield County Fair, and that was the Italian sausage. Oh, my gosh. That was one of my go-tos. Uh, we've talked about it in the fair days that we talked about that episode, as yeah. well as the lemonade from the lemonade stand that had, like, 10 pounds of sugar and yeah. zero, zero water, you know.
0: Yep. Sammy steaks, and oh. oh, my gosh, yeah, the the food at the fair. that Once you hit, like, that age where, yeah, I think I'm done with riding these uh, rides that they put up in a day and take down in a day. <laughs> and it was all about going for the food. Oh, yeah, um, And yeah, go listen to that episode about the fair memories uh, to get more about that. But yeah, great choice there. I didn't even have that on my list. <laughs> Another one that was, I've got very faint memories of, is going to a sizzler in dubois. Yes. This was um I guess more or less a rival to Hosses, but I remember there being a sizzler there uh as you come in town like when you get off 80.
1: What used to be the pond uh, roof, which is now defunct.
0: That's yeah, that exactly. Yeah, that I mean, we would go over there to eat uh when I was a kid. And I remember they had like those I I, this sticks out to me their steak sauce or ketchup or something had a yellow label i could be wrong but it it seems like having a yellow label and in trying that steak sauce for the first time the sizzler i think i don't i think those are defunct now i don't think there's any sizzlers still going i could be wrong
1: there might yeah there might be but you know equally uh just on that same note Uh uh-huh there used to be i don't know if it's probably no pictures there used to be this is the ponderosa so you you can see where it was Mm uh there used to be a wrangler in clearfield
0: big wrangler
1: yes yeah big wrangler big wrangler and i remember going there that's the i remember going to it was like lunchroom trays you had to go you know form a line and the whole yes
0: yes holy crap i forgot about that
1: yep and then wrangler uh, yeah, I went there pretty often, I am I think. I, I remember going there quite a few times. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, I remember going there. Um, Ponderosa a few times. I don't remember going to the Sizzler. I'm sure we went there, but I don't remember going there.
0: Yeah, Sizzler, Sizzler was in Dubois. But yeah, I do remember now that you have jogged my memory. We were probably at the Big Wrangler more than over there.
1: Yeah. The other buffet that we kind of frequented was the Clearfield Truck Stop, which is actually- – <laughs> yeah. that's who owns it. We yeah, the- the truck stop, the Clearfield Truck Stop.
0: Yeah, that was always fun. I did enjoy going there, but mainly for perusing all the merchandise that they have, you know, either while you're waiting to be seated or afterward, you know, when you're done eating. I'd always ask to get up early and, and go check out all the toys and stuff that they had in there. It was modest and you know, it was mainly a truck stop for truckers. So there wasn't a lot in there for kids, but I always enjoyed uh, eating there and, and going through that little shop.
1: Oh yeah. That's what I did. I, especially now um, a real comical thing just recently with me and the, my clearfieldcounty.com, you know, I have a picture I'm going to pop up here, uh, recently that has my, it's my image that I bought as a postcard from Clearfield truck stop Mm -hmm. and it has popped up more and more on, on different websites. And I kind of, right there's the postcard. I bought it there at the Clearfield truck stop, man, (laughs) 95. And I scanned it in promptly back in the day when you had like flatbed scanners and you can see that little tiny ear right here, this yellow red ear, that's the postcard ear. And I've had all my clinical pages ever since. And now people are copying it. This is cremation of PA that has it right now. <laughs> the local realtor uses it. Denny's beer pub just popped it on there. That's another place. Yeah. Uh, that's local to us is Denny's beer pub barrel. And we talk about it in the movie specifically because it had the world's biggest hamburger up until a few years ago then it turned into the world's biggest hamburger contests because they got tired of having to one-up themselves and get new equipment (laughs) right and i don't
0: remember eating there much obviously it was more like a bar you know and it was just not one of those places that we frequented a lot and i'm not sure why my parents didn't choose to go there but they've only been in there a handful of times I,
1: I didn't go until I was jeez mid 30s never oh, yeah. been there because it was a bar my dad was a big big you know he did not like any place that was a, that served alcohol he made an exception for pizza hut because they sold beer um <laughs> that was the only place he made that exception so we we would you know like i said we would just straight out go to uh, avoid it Mm -hmm. And many, many years later, when, when it was still the, I think it was just after they announced that they made that 15 pound burger and it made that one made headlines on the today show and a couple other big places. They, uh, I went there and I thought, well, I'm just going to go in here and try this burger, see what it's like. And I was really impressed. Uh, they actually seasoned it very well. At least they're half pound size (laughs) They (laughs) it very well. Yeah. You know, I haven't tried their mega 123 pound burger, which is what they're at now. Wow. Yeah. There was one of those
0: that they had. It was one of those they had that was kind of like that movie, uh, the great outdoors where John Kenny tries to finish the steak, Mm
1: -hmm.
0: you know, where if you finish this burger in whatever amount of time you got a t-shirt and your picture on the wall or whatever it was. Right. And they only had like a handful of people that could do it. I'm not sure which pound it was. Uh, it might have been the 15, I don't know. Anyway, that was kind of past, I don't remember them doing that or when the actual like largest burger started, but I don't remember that as a kid.
1: No, me either.
0: But yeah, that is a staple there of, of Clearfield. And just kind of piggybacking off of a, a couple that we've said, that's the uh, Dutch Pantry. Oh my gosh, I oh, love yeah. the Dutch Pantry. That was out there by the truck stop right off of I-80. And a staple for me there was the ham steak. I always got that when we were there. Even as a kid, I remember getting the ham. I don't know what it was, but I, I just loved ham. And that was probably the place that <laughs> that that brought the love of uh, ham steak uh, into my kind of realm. They had a, a fun little... Uh, I would call it a mini store in between the two areas where you had like the diner area on the one side and more of the sit down tables at the other, where they had like uh, the candies, the like uh, rock candy and little hard candies and stuff like that, that that was there for t- free to buy. And uh, I remember I've got a picture somewhere of me with Santa Claus that was taken there at the Dutch pantry and they had like, (laughs) not sure why uh, they brought that in, you know, for Christmas at a restaurant. You wouldn't typically think of Santa Claus at a restaurant, but it worked, I guess. Um, Got us there and (laughs) it was been a staple. I, when uh, my grandma was still alive, that was one of her favorite places. And I'd always pick her up at the home and, and take her there and to eat out. And uh we've we've done that a couple of times in her honor <laughs> when we've been home visiting. Uh had to get Mountain Dew to drink. She loved Mountain Dew. I don't know what it was, but
1: <laughs> <What's part laughs> you were family, because you did too.
0: I it, it could have been if I had Mountain Dew in my uh jeans, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> you got any memories of the Dutch pantry?
1: Uh again, only went there a few times. Um mm-hmm. What I do remember, they'd have the the little uh, peg game for the tabletop where you just
0: yeah yes, yes. Those, yes.
1: Um, golf tees around and try to... Yeah, I, I yeah. do
0: remember playing that there. I think that was my like introduction to that.
1: You know, for your food to come. Yeah. Um, that was it. I don't remember too many dishes or anything that stuck out for anything. Yeah.
0: And it kind of changed, too. It was like home cooking. I mean, they had the staples. They had a menu, but they had specials, too. They ran, I think, every day or even during the week yeah. that you could get. What else you got?
1: Well, one that's not, um, uh, I'll call it a local staple, but something I liked. I would get this, especially when I worked at the radio station, and that was the McDonald's eggnog shake when winter came around. Man, I would get two of those a night. i a- <laughs> and just go to town on them while I'm there at the radio station.
0: Eggnog shake. I I might've had that once or twice. I don't remember that being a huge deal for me. The shamrock shake was my thing. I had to have a shamrock shake when those things came out. And I don't know if it was just the novelty of it being green or whatever, but, oh yes, I had to get the shamrock shake. McDonald's was one of those places. As, as I'm going through this list, and I, I did list, you know, the the regular fast food chains, uh, McDonald's. We had a Burger King. Those places, I don't know. It seemed that I was either there. I did have some birthday parties. I remember at McDonald's, but um, it was the the novelty stuff that got me there. Either the Happy Meal toys, or back when they enticed you with the glasses like the novelty glasses that were like peanuts or the chipmunks or et or whatever and you get these set of four glasses you have to collect didn't you have the smurfs uh, i did have some smurfs i still have my garfield mugs from oh, mcdonald's so. the, Gar- the glass ones yeah i had to find i I actually bought a, the fourth one i'm not sure what happened to that if i n- never had it or if it got broken along the way or something, but I've got, I think there was four of them and I've got those in actually my wife's China cabinet right now. (laughs) And I've been tempted to go back and get some of those other ones uh, that I've seen at like thrift shops and stuff from time to time. Cause they had some very unique artwork on those glasses, star Wars. Those ones were great and pretty much everything under the sun. It seemed like, the chipmunk ones were at Burger King. I do remember that because I did have a couple of those, but all those fast food places seem to suck you in with what they were giving away. I found a fun commercial from McDonald's when they had Hot Wheels in the Happy Meals and it's got this kid and they showed the little track and it's jumping through the Happy Meal box uh, onto the, <laughs> the Hot Wheels car. I remember when they had those in there and, I don't know. It's just the the. You think about that time. You think about styrofoam and just what the stuff came in. You know, was totally different. Oh yeah, the Happy Meals had those weird plastic. Didn't doesn't uh like the Dukes have uh like a little container that their Happy Meal came in that looked like the General Lee and the the police car?
1: Maybe. Um, I
0: <laughs> there was ones I thought was like a spaceship looking container that mcdonald's had uh so they just kind of changed up what your food came in too you know it wasn't just those traditional boxes but they had other little novelty containers plastic containers as well that you could take home with you and throw stuff in you know toys or play with them or whatever yeah that's what that's that's kind of my memories of most of the fast food places Hmm. and Pizza Hut now Pizza Hut had the novelty stuff. They had like the glasses. I remember the sunglasses that came out I think with Back to the Future 2. Oh yeah, yeah. Um they brought those to the table, but Pizza Hut was kind of a different experience from like McDonald's and Burger King for me cuz I remember having video games there. I don't remember which ones they were, but they had that little hallway that I think maybe led back to the bathrooms and there was a couple of arcade games there that you could play while you're waiting for your pizza. And they had those big red plastic cups, you know, that your soda came in and you could order a pitcher of Pepsi or a pitcher of beer,
1: you know, uh,
0: they could bring it right to the table. And, uh, I remember that happening. And so you had your whole kind of sit down experience and you got your own little personal pizza, you know, with the pan crust. I always have to get the pan crust. Even though they charge a dollar more for it now, uh, <laughs> I'm going to pizza. I got to have the pan. It was just kind of a different experience. And, and I'm, you know, they've moved out to the mall and the atmosphere has changed. It's, you know, been updated for modern times, but I kind of miss the one that still stands, you know, that we
1: grew up with. Right. There was one that sat on, uh, oh man, I can't think of the actual name of the street i, I know it's like um it's on the way to rockton mountain rockton hill uh, yeah but anyway yeah that was like the for us that was the fancy restaurant i don't know why but that i always felt like you know we didn't need a business suit or anything but you know you felt like you needed to dress up a little bit when you went to pizza hut but that's how i felt with that place it was the the fancy thing but i remember the the We'd always get like a pepperoni pizza or a half pepperoni, half cheese, I think. And we get the picture of Pepsi to share. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember when they expanded it. Do you remember when they added that little expansion? that they had?
0: Off to the right side there. Yeah. 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 I do remember that.
1: And then my dad got frustrated. I still remember my dad got frustrated a little bit because no one, it was never, no one ever was ever allowed in there. And maybe on a Sunday or whenever they were really booked, but on a, like a regular night, he was like, Man, we can't get there. You add this all on there, and no one can sit here. <laughs> hey,
0: it, it was kind of more like the party room, you know, that that a lot of restaurants had, and I seem to th- remember it being like maybe the smoking section at one point too, or something. It,
1: it was, it was, because that's when you could smoke indoors. <laughs> so
0: yeah, they, I don't know if that's why they added it on, so you could smoke in there. But anyway, a lot of these places you could smoke at when you were. When we were kids. Yeah. Oh, uh, it just had a little separate section, you know, mm-hmm. off to the side that you only got the secondhand smoke and not the full on. Like, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Anyway, you got any more? You want well, heard- to go into some yeah. other foods?
1: I think let's go on to other foods. Cause we've already talked about beefs and KFC and previous podcasts. So I think we've, uh, I think we're done with our eateries.
0: Yeah, the only one I had uh, listed was uh, Long John Silver's. Very true. Which I remember going to, when we lived in Currensville, I remember going to Clearfield just to go to Long John Silver's and develop my love of the batter there, basically, and the hush puppies. Uh, yeah. Those those little crispies, you know, that we called there <laughs> that kind of fell off the batter and you got with your meal. Oh, yeah. I, I would just love to eat those. And I can remember a time when we had a car wash there as like a fundraiser for the school. I, I think we were maybe on the best. I was on the basketball team Look at the time. There. And uh, a friend of mine, classmate of ours and his brothers walked in and ordered the little crispies and waters because they didn't have any money with them. And they gave it to him they gave them, they came out with like the to go boxes, the styrofoam you know like doggy bag boxes, right full of those long john silver's crispy batter pieces and water to drink. I'm like, wow man, I didn't know you could do that. I've been doing that I would have been doing that you know since I was a kid." <laughs> But I love Long John Silver's, uh, and we, you know, drove down to Clearfield just to go there.
1: I don't remember doing that. The only time I remember being there, and I've already mm-hmm. said it before, I need to go find my keys. Is I like kind of like the Happy Meal for the kids menu. They had these miniature deck of cards and a little plastic case on a keychain, and I still have that sucker.
0: Mm-hmm. The only thing I remember to- you <laughs> saying that, yeah. So, okay, yeah. well, let's go on to some of our uh, our foods that we remember. Maybe let's start with the snacks. Oh, what kind of snack stuff do you remember?
1: Well, I remember that on like Friday nights, which were either Dukes or Knight Rider or Airwolf or A-Team, some big huge show was on, and we were allowed to get one big bag of we, – we bought two different chips. One was Gibbles. Do you remember that? Gibbles. Let me find it for you.
0: Gibbles, Gibbles, Gibbles.
1: Yeah, here we go. Gibbles chips right there. Do you remember them?
0: Okay, yes, I do remember the bag now.
1: Nibbles with Gibbles. So we would get one of those.
0: Oh my gosh, now hold it, go back. Yes, uh, let me stop talking. Okay. I want your screen to go back.
1: Okay, here we are.
0: Three over the red hot. That was a staple for me. Real- the Red Hot Chips, yes. They were. They would light your tongue on fire. But once you ate one, I had to eat like half the bag. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, they were so good. I got them at County Market. That's oh, the one yeah. place I remember them having them.
1: Things. It was this one, and there was another chip that came out when I was at uh, the Clifford Exxon. I don't know who it was, which brand it was. It might have been this one. But there was one that... It started out very mild. It. First, the first chip, two chips, you know, was very mild. About the fifth chip in, man, you you thought you yeah. were lava,
0: lit you up. And I thought it was Snyder's for the longest time that had it, but because uh, I remembered, I thought it was like a foil type bag that had the flames on it like that. But it looks more like just a regular white bag that the Gibbles came in. That's that's it, man. I, I wow, that was a memory popper right there.
1: The other one that you still have me get you, in fact, I did this, was the old Middlesworth barbecue chips.
0: Yes, Middlesworth. Oh my gosh!
1: And they would come in these barrels down over here.
0: <laughs> that was what was unique about them. Yes, they were in a like it was in a bag, but they dropped it in this barrel. <laughs> it's like a barrel of chips. Yeah. Oh my gosh! And that's something unique about uh pennsylvania that when i go home i have to get me a bag of middlesworth barbecue chips so and usually my my stepmom usually will, will have a bag ready for me but if she doesn't i'm i'm up there trying to grab a couple bags on before we head out oh they're so good
1: one of the things so we've indicated that jason and i send things to each other off and on there was one year I decided, you know, we do Christmas gifts. I won't say every year or birthday. It's usually one or the other. We'll send a birthday or a Christmas gift because it's so close together for both of us. So this one year, I had a whim. I don't know where I was. Uh, Most of my memories are focused. My timetable is either what vehicle I had at the time or where (laughs) I was assigned in the military. That's how my timetable works. So I'm sitting, I I don't know when. But I decided I'll get him, was it two boxes? I think it was two boxes of these Millsworth barbecue chips. Yeah. And you're telling me this story. Maybe you can set it up better, but you're telling me the story that your wife called you and said, what did you order? Did you order something? <laughs> and you're like, "Yeah, well, you, go ahead. You sent me, uh, it was
0: like, I want to say it was like two or three, 12 packs of the Pennsylvania Dutch birch beer as well. Oh, at we- the same oh. time. That's so right. you, you you sent me like the birch beer, and then it was two cases. So there's like six. I think it was six of those big weekend bags that they sell now. Uh, in each of those, and I got it around my birthday, which is uh, November 13th.
1: And I remember telling you to to pace yourself for Super Bowl or something like that.
0: I made it to the Super Bowl in February, so I made it like two two months. <laughs> I think maybe even a little bit past that on like these huge 12 like 12 bags of chips. And uh yeah, that was like the best birthday ever. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't, I don't know how I did it, but I, I do remember at least Jackson was old enough at the time that he was trying to sneak some too. And I'm like, dude, go <laughs> easy on my chips, get away, these are mine. Stay away. Nice. <laughs> Oh uh, now we're on like chips and stuff. Here's a couple that I remember getting that were like a staple for me. The Keebler tater skins. Oh dude, I back in the that. yeah, back in the day that Keebler made these potato chips. One side was a little bit darker than the other, supposed to represent like the skins of the potato. I don't know if they were actually you know, made from the skins. Or if they just darkened that side somehow. But they came in, I think it was barbecue and sour cream and onion and just regular. My gram always had a bag of those. And oh my gosh, they were so good. There they are.
1: Yeah, so what Hey, you see all the, in fact, you can see the 80s style commercial YouTube over here, Pinterest uh, and so forth. But these were them. You know, Fridays has seem to have uh, picked up the the name now, but Mm -hmm. Yeah, it was keyboard that made potato skins.
0: Now, right there on the lower right is the pizzerias.
1: Oh, yes, the pizzerias. Yeah,
0: those were like pizza flavored chips and they were just loaded with the dust, you know, that they put on those chips. It was so dark red, like turn your, you know how like Cheetos turned your fingers orange. Those things turned your fingers red. That's it. Oh, I love the pizzerias. Those were so good. Those are the two that I remember that are from that era. They don't make any more that, oh, man, I wish. Now, I think it was Fridays, TGI Fridays that came out with like Tater Skins snacks. Yeah,
1: they basically, they basically stole it.
0: Not the same. Let me tell you, not the same. <laughs> what else? What else you got?
1: Uh, So this was a family thing Mm -hmm. we had see if i'm finding a picture of it an old oil i call it an oil bath popcorn maker so we had this big huge uh i call it huge it's about the bowl size right and you would take a had this little area the heating area which was maybe the size of i hate to be relative but 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 the size of a snuff can and Mm -hmm. You'd fill it up with your your popcorn oil and then we would put two kernels in there to let it know that it was hot enough to pop the rest of the cup up. Well then it would pop it all up and then you'd flip it over and the lid became your bowl. So, yeah, no. if we if it wasn't chip night, it was popcorn night when we watched the Dukes or whatever was on TV. And man, we wore that thing out. We we <laughs> we cleaned and scrubbed that thing, but it never looked it. <laughs>
0: Yeah, we we had an air popper. I still have an air popper now that we'll use just for the nostalgia purposes of it. it I remember Jiffy Pop on the stove, you know, in the foil yeah uh, thing that popped up. I remember getting that sometimes, but we mainly used our air popper for popcorn.
1: I had a guy that I worked with. His uh, being military, a lot of times you have call signs. His mm-hmm. call sign was Jiffy Pop. And was just, <laughs> he wore his his. ABU cap because you know it wasn't pretty. Some people wear it, make it pretty and make it all nice and sharp. He didn't, mm-hmm. and it looked all poofy like a Jiffy Pop had blown up in his head. <laughs> That's great. That's great. What else so, for you?
0: Oh, uh, for me, um, I'm gonna throw out there Lunchables. Lunchables, I remember, came out probably like late 80s or early 90s, and for some reason, my mom bought them for me and some of them, most of them were okay. Some of them were kind of nasty and now they've just become weird. But you know, back in the day, it was just your standard. You had a little three or four little stacks of ham or turkey or whatever meat. You had your crackers, you had your cheese and I don't think they had desserts yet in there. Maybe a cookie, but I don't know. I wore those out. I took them for lunch and then mom always had them in the refrigerator that i would get out and you know eat during the day as a snack or something but lunchables man i i was all over those
1: nice um one for me i got into i guess because my uncle and my uh my stepdad were big into chewing like chewing snuff well i wasn't bold enough to chew actual snuff or tobacco but what i liked was those snuff cans of shredded
0: beef jerky beef jerky,
1: and i would do the same thing i still put it in like a little wad in there and suck on that but um remember i thought that was like a cool fad probably about the best way to put it
0: (laughs) uh truth be told i still do that (laughs) from time to time i will get the the shredded beef jerky and pretend i'm chewing snuff i don't i don't know what it is but you know i the thought of putting snuff tobacco whatever in my mouth does not appeal to me but i love beef jerky and that was just you know oh cool i can i can get that like pattern on the back of my jeans that all the the cool kids have that chew snuff you know the high schoolers and put that little circular pattern, you know, from keep putting that can in the back of your pants. Yep, yep. I can wear that I can get that in the back of my pants. And I'm cool. People think I chew snuff, no, you know.
1: <laughs> well, well, back, the, back when I was uh, active duty uh, in New Jersey, one thing that a lot of us did was uh, if, we, if we didn't dip, we'd have uh, sunflower seeds. And we put – now I would suck on them like in, in my mm-hmm. – suck on them all day long, you know, chopping up each little – seed um but anyway
0: yeah. i'm uh, i'm addicted to sunflower seeds as well yeah. still to this day yep. i what i don't remember when i got into them it wasn't when i was a kid it was probably more in high school but yeah i specifically go to Publix now because they have the sweet and spicy kind of the david sunflower seeds that are ridiculously awesome and i'll buy like two bags of those and i have to fight jackson off my oldest son, because he's, he's now into them as well. I'm like watching me, yeah. but yeah, I, I still have to have the sunflower seeds. I don't know. Anyway. Anything um, else? Yeah. Oh yeah. I've got a few more here. Uh, let's just throw out fruit roll-ups. Oh my gosh. Oh, fruit roll-ups. Yeah. I lived on fruit roll-ups. They were a staple in my lunchbox, probably throughout my entire childhood. You know, the rolled up with the cellophane paper. And they took various forms, you know, competitors and everybody else, you know, fruit by the foot. And some of these other companies came along to kind of jump in on the market. But fruit roll-ups were always the best. And I I love, there was a few flavors that were kind of, all right, if that's all they have, mom, then go ahead and get me those. But it was more or less like the strawberry um, I think there was like an apple one or something that was just kind of—it's all right, but it's not—it's not the good stuff, you know. <laughs> but I loved fruit roll-ups. I had to have fruit roll-ups.
1: Nice. I—I'm out of snacks. I think I've, I've okay.
0: Yeah. I'll, let me just throw a bunch in here, and you can say yes, no, maybe. So, uh, at my Grams, I lived on the canned pasta spaghettios oh yes uh I had uh, the di- I think they had dinosaurs at one point and Smurfs pasta they had pac-man any any of those types in the cans she would always have some there and I always had like that stuff for lunch when I was over there I love those cans. I can't get my kids to even try it now I don't know <laughs> why it's such a big thing it's kind of like a mini spaghetti I mean come on man Will not touch it now. Okay, you remember the handy snacks? They still make these now. These are the the cheese and crackers with oh. the little red stick.
1: Give those to me any day of the week. I love them. Oh my
0: gosh, that cheese was probably nasty. It's probably like uh, I don't know. It's probably not. It's made for to go to the moon with the astronauts to last. You know, with all the preservatives and stuff. <laughs> but, oh, I I just it, the, the novelty of getting out the cracker and dipping that little red stick in there and spreading it out on there. And sometimes even making a sandwich, you get double the cheese or, you know, I think they came with peanut butter too, if I do remember right. But anyway, you make a little cracker sandwich with the cheese. Love those.
1: Mm
0: -hmm. Um, The, okay. This was another one of those things kind of, I think they still make them, but I haven't had them in years. The toaster strudel that you would get, it was in the freezer section.
1: Oh yeah.
0: It, it was like a frozen pop tart.
1: Yeah. I never had one of those pop tarts was my thing.
0: Mom got those for me all the time. I, you pop them in the toaster and it was kind of flaky, like a croissant on the outside. And they gave you this little white pouch with the icing and you could just make a little design with the icing on top and let it melt. Oh, I love toaster strudel. That was really good. <laughs> I'm getting hungry as we're uh, as we're talking here. Uh, the Oreos, big stuff. Remember those? That was like the huge Oreo, and they oh, like yeah. had like a inch layer of the <laughs> cream in the middle. Those were a big deal. They came in their like own individually wrapped things, and I, I think this was kind of like high school years, maybe late '80s, early '90s when they. Came out with those. I remember mom getting getting me those and having those in my lunch and be like, this is all I want. I don't need any of this other crap in my lunchbox. I just want the Oreos big stuff. It'll fill me up. Trust me. <laughs> uh, I eat mass quantities of Slim Jims. You know, Same Same those are right still there. around. Other novelty of the eighties was the soft batch cookies. I think of Keebler made them and they just kind of melted in your mouth. It remember. was almost like they were, like, just the cookie dough or something without... But they were soft-batch cookies, and they they just weren't like your typical chocolate chip cookie. They were just soft. You could just break them right apart, and, oh, my gosh, soft-batch cookies. You got some candy stuff?
1: Uh, I mixed some gum in here, too, because I, I love me some gum. Yeah. So uh, one of the ones that we used to get i guess it varied the stores but i like the old uh the cigarette candy gum that you know has a little bit of powder so you got one puff of smoke and that was it to make it look yeah i
0: i went for the chalk ones more i don't know if it's just because you could fit more in there in the you know the little pack that they gave you (laughs) yeah i went for those more and i seem to remember they have like a a red or a pink end on the, even the chalk ones and just kind of walk around. I'm cool. (laughs) And smoking a cigarette and crunch, you know, eat the, they were nasty. They weren't, they did not taste good at all. The chalk ones, but I do remember the bubble gum ones. You could blow a little puff of smoke and then the paper got all wet and started sticking to the gum. And you're like, all right, I just better unwrap this thing and eat the gum. (laughs) Right. Yeah, I kind of put on here like bubble gum wars, because back in the 80s, holy crap, bubblelicious Hubba Bubba, Bubble Yum, you had the Gatorade gum, you had like soda gum, like Dr. Pepper, and I think maybe even Pepsi, or I don't know, there was some like sodas that, that became gum, you had Big League Chew. Mm-hmm. Which was freaking awesome, and Bazooka Joe, which I ate mass quantities of when we were in little league, with the little comic strip you know that came with it, and I think it was one of those where you could save the comics and send them in and get a hat or a T-shirt or something,
1: right? But
0: oh, just the different choices back then of bubble gum was great, and all those crazy flavors. I I don't remember if it was bubblelicious or which one had like the the outer part was one flavor and like the had the inner center part was a different flavor. So it was like strawberry banana, you know, Oh man, some great bubble gum back in the day. Oh yeah. What else you got?
1: Um, do you remember going down to Gardner's candy for the penny candy? Yes. Yeah. They had, now there was a penny
0: shop over what part of Clearfield is that? It was over by the swimming pool. You know where the swimming pool was in Clearfield? Yeah. The public pool. There was some kind of candy shop over there. I remember riding my bike to from a friend's house and they had penny candy in there. But uh, and then, of course, buzzards up in Kerwinsville, they had penny candy, too. So, yeah, man.
1: Yeah, I used to go for the um, it was the shoestring. Real thin. People said it's just the same as Twizzler, but it never tasted the same as Twizzler. Twizzlers are nasty crap. <laughs> but the shoestrings. I love me those. I could sit there and just you know gobble them up. But I used to buy that and uh, the sweetest fish and what uh, I can't remember what else. Oh, the little, the little uh, foamy. I don't know what they're called. The foam puffed little thing with a little bit of crunch or candy or something inside.
0: It looked like a little spaceship. Yeah, those things. Yes. Yeah, it kind of like it was like that ice cream cone type whatever material. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it kind of melted in your mouth and there was like little balls of candy inside. Yes, I do remember those.
1: That's the stuff I used to pick. Wow.
0: Root beer barrels and oh, the uh the the red hot, the uh fireballs. Oh yeah. Yeah. I don't think those were pennies, but those might have been like nickel or right, 2 cents or something. <laughs> Yeah, I just go. Uh, I could just go down a list at Buzzards of what I used to buy there. I'm sure, but you could. one staple for me was pop rocks and fizz whiz you know, the stuff that just yeah. popped in, cracked in your mouth. And uh, it was, I don't know, it was just the novelty of it. You always had to have a pack of those when I went to the candy store. Nice, you know, what else you got?
1: Whenever I oh, go, go to the Clearfield Pool. They have that mm-hmm. concession there, right? The one thing I remember getting was the fun dip. Remember the
0: fun dip, yeah,
1: the powder of blueberry or whatever, and then you had that one sugar stick, and you mm-hmm. just gobble that crap up, and it was, <laughs>
0: it was. <laughs> I, it was- I, for- I forgot they had the the concession stand there. Yeah, yeah,
1: I know. Uh, a lot of people loved. I saw more people buy up that Charleston chew, but me is, oh, I- yeah.
0: I couldn't stand Charleston chew. it was just Either. too chewy for Either. me as sticking to your teeth and stuff i remember- remember when we had our school store, yeah, and your buddy Carty, uh, my, the the cowtails, yeah. <laughs> yeah,, cowtails. he was notorious for getting the cowtail. I couldn't stand the things, the caramel with the cream in the middle, Ugh, I don't know what it was. I didn't mind caramel stuff, but that was just kind of weird with the powder and everything else. But yeah, I remember getting a bunch of stuff from the school store like this uh, when we got a little bit older. I, they even had, like, I remember getting some football cards there. They started selling stuff like that. Anyway, uh, one unique thing from the 80s, too, I miss. I thought maybe they were going to bring it back, but I, I don't think it's ever happened. Is Bonkers. Bonkers were the little chews that I think they were two different flavors or they had like a different center when you ate them, they came in like, it looked like a pack of gum, but it was candy. Wasn't gum. And the commercials, you remember they, the, the people would get bonked with the huge like apples and grapes head.
1: Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, here's, here's some pictures of it on Google images right now.
0: <laughs> Those were hilarious. I love the commercials back then. Yeah. What else you got?
1: Um, There was a small craze. Where they started mixing sodas or pop, as we call it, into gum, and I like me some Dr Pepper gum. Mm-hmm. Uh, good stuff.
0: Yeah. I remember that. I was trying to remember what other sodas there were that they I made think into they
1: gum. Do if I remember. Like,
0: I remember getting Gatorade gum, but it not being the most tasty thing in the world.
1: They uh, Google has Seven Up. As well, Cherry Seven Up. Seven
0: up. I remember Seven Up being a gum. Yes.
1: Uh A and W. Which that's all there you know, Dr. Pepper owned seven up AW, so yeah.
0: Yeah, that makes sense. What else do you got? I gotta throw out nerds. Oh, f- nerds was a huge staple for me. I even loved the cereal when they brought the cereal out.
1: Yep.
0: Had to have that. And it was a little bit of the novelty of having two different kinds in there and pouring it from each side of the box. But, you know, even the cereal as well. But, you know, I don't know. I, I love nerds. I still love them to this day. And they don't, you know, most of the time I get nerds now. It's with the Halloween candy. Yeah. And it's just the little packs. And I'm like, okay, yes, this is nerds, but it's not nerds. I need the big box with the two sides and slide open the top so I can get what I want to get out. Once you open those little boxes of nerds, you got to eat them all. I want to I want to be able to control the flow of my nerds, you know? <laughs> I don't want to have to open the box and just, you know, chug it like a shot of Jack Daniels or something, you know? I want to I maybe come back to them later. I don't know. But they, they came out with some great flavors, too. I love nerds. Never got into the nerds rope. Remember that? I think they might still make that. It was like a oh. Twizzler... Twizzler with nerds on the outside, like stuck to it. <laughs> uh, that was a little bit later on, I think.
1: The last one I have written down is uh tea berry gum. I love me some tea berry gum.
0: I remember that. I think it was the same. Was it the same company that made like fruit stripe?
1: Yeah. Yeah. I think so.
0: It could be uh, fruit stripe was another one that I, I love back in the day. Flavor lasted about two minutes, but then he had to pop another piece in
1: oh yeah do you have any berry
0: uh the only other weird thing i remember is all the wax stuff
1: yeah they had
0: back in the day the one that i remember actually liking was the bottles that you kind of bit the top off and they had the liquid in there god knows what that was (laughs) it was like pure syrup or something What it was but then then you could like kind of pop the bottle in your mouth and chew on it for a little bit and get the last little bit of flavor out of it and then kind of spit it out, you know. But you know the I didn't know that I remember getting like the wax lips and all that that they had back in the day. Never know what to do with them though cuz they all had that same kind of weird flavor. Yeah. And if you tried to like chew on them or something, it just was not a good experience. <laughs> What else do you do? Uh, you got anything else in the candy?
1: No, uh, I'm. I'm. That's about all I got for me.
0: Okay, let's slide on down to drinks. Do you have some drinks in there?
1: Well, Of course I do. <laughs> what I have right now: Pennsylvania Dutch birch beer.
0: Yeah, birch wow. beer was a staple.
1: There for was us. time I just come back from Korea. Went out to Idaho, and my parents or mom would always ask me, "What do you want for Christmas? What do you want for your birthday?" I'm like. I'd never I just say I don't I don't need anything, whatever. This one year I had the worst hankering for two drinks. Birch beer, didn't matter which brand, but birch beer, and hires root beer. Mm-hmm. I had to be some mean hankering, I don't know why. And sure enough, my mom got a box and packed it up with basically a six pack of each or two. Yeah. A six pack of each of, it was called frozen run birch beer, mm-hmm. which yeah, it was, it was not birch beer. It was winter green flavor. <laughs> and then she did find me some hires root beer and higher. It didn't, it didn't remind me of uh, what I remember it being the flavor. hires what I remember it flavor being more like IBC, a little sharper, a little crisper flavor. Higher tasted a lot like A&W to me, which I had later found out that A&W bought them up so they yeah. the formula But yeah, that was those are the two big drinks that I liked back in the day. What about you?
0: Yeah, I mean birch beer, you know, I think we told that story about uh getting pulled over by the cops and having the
1: <laughs> Oh yeah. <laughs> I think it was
0: I think those were IBC uh were. birch beer. But for those of you who never had it, it's kind of like a minty root beer. Uh, which most people that I know hate. So I I don't know. Maybe we're just the only two people that latched onto that (laughs) and were buying mass quantities. Um, I was a big fan of Hi-C back in the day. Mm. And this was the time when Hi-C came in those huge metal cans. You know, it was like a half-gallon aluminum can of (laughs) Hi-C. The orange, I remember... Hawaiian punch being the same and mom would get those for me. I, I drank a lot of high C, a lot of Hawaiian punch. Yeah. Ecto cooler. When that came around, I was mainly into the orange. And when we went to, uh, McDonald's, I always got the orange high C. That was my drink. So, yeah. So high C, uh, high C was a big one for me, uh, as a kid.
1: Yeah. Um, Another one it was a uh, kind of a niche that was my grandmother loved to make us kids uh especially in the summer sun made tea she'd yes. get it a little gallon jar put a couple tea bags in it she'd set it outside on the on the it was actually the well cover and it would sit out there and she'd always say or, or something to the effect of just 20 more minutes because we were just coming in the house <laughs> more minutes according to us that that tea was ready and we'd have you know some made nice tea so that was i thing.
0: remember a couple of people i don't remember my mom doing that i think my granddad did the sun tea mm-hmm. i wasn't a huge tea drinker back then not like i am now but uh i do remember uh some people doing that around i don't know if that was just a, a northern thing if that's a something that people do <laughs> nationwide we'll have to get some feedback on that if yeah. i'd like to know but yeah, just the it, the it was weird. You just dumped a couple of tea bags in this thing with a spout on the end and let it heat up and
1: <laughs>
0: brew in the sun. That's it. I don't it? know. It was crazy. Uh I remember a, a couple other sodas that of course I was a Pepsi guy. Um you were more the Dr Pepper the yeah. Dr Pepper uh than Pepsi, but back then we had Slice Soda and Slice and Shasta. My, my Graham and my great aunt, which I was over there. Sometimes I remember them having Shasta and it just from what I can remember, it was more like fruit flavors, especially slice. I think it was like apple and you had like orange and cherry and some of the other, it wasn't like uh, colas. It was more fruit flavored soda. I don't even know if they make Shasta anymore. I know slice they I don't.
1: I get it in the commissary all the time.
0: Do they? Okay. That, maybe that's a more of a northern thing because I don't see it down here.
1: I, I bought um, it a few years ago, and it it literally tastes like powdered whatever syrup. It, it makes me <laughs> feel like there's powder like in the mix. So I'm like, okay, this is not this is some crap right here.
0: <laughs> what else you got for drinks? Anything else?
1: the last thing was typically uh, i drink it a little bit more often now but i used to drink it for uh, kind of uh, when you had a cold or felt sick and that was ginger ale to help soothe your tummy or whatever yeah. time that was the the mom's remedy
0: yeah but it was my gram always had a 2 liter of that and she kept it out she didn't put it in the fridge yep. so you could drink it warm that's it. And that was, that was like the uh, upset stomach remedy here. Have some, uh, Verners, ginger ale or, uh, <laughs> what's the main brand? Um,
1: well, there's, uh, Canada dry. Schweppel Canada
0: dry. And... Yeah. Canada dry. I think was what I remember too.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Ginger Ale. I, 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 I always got that at her house. We, we never kept that at our house. <laughs> right. Uh, the only thing else I'll throw out there is new Coke. Oh
1: yeah. Yeah. I
0: remember when that came out and that whole debacle, I don't, I was, like I said, I was more of a Pepsi guy, always been a Pepsi guy, but it was kind of the novelty of, Oh, Hey, Coke's got a new flavor. Let's check it out. And it tastes a little bit more like Pepsi. It was a little bit kind of sweeter. And then, you know, whatever it was several months later, it was after the, after the huge, uh, Throwback from people (laughs) bring it. They got brought uh, Coke Classic out, you know, and New Coke was gone, and so were all the Max Headroom commercials. Yeah,
1: (laughs) well, to me, that stuff tasted a lot like Pepsi. Like they had found Pepsi's cousin or or, uh, recipe and made it. But anytime you say New Coke, doesn't matter. It's one of those where you know stuff replays in your head. Mm -hmm. I hear. Her name escapes me, but I I I think of the scene from Flight of the Navigator when she's rattling off the you know what kind oh, of Coke? Yeah. new Coke, classic Coke, Diet Coke, no Coke. She's just rattling it off, and that's her, what I hear in my head every time someone says New Sarah Coke.
0: Sarah Jessica Parker. Parker, yeah, that's the is the actress. But yeah. yeah, I remember that scene. <laughs> uh Yeah, I mean, it was just kind of like the thing, like, I I don't know, I guess they were losing the Cola Wars and they had to try something different to kind of mimic Pepsi more, but yeah, it was a huge mistake. (laughs) All right, you want to move on to cereals?
1: Yeah, I don't know how long you want to go with cereal because I have a laundry list because I love me some cereal.
0: I wrote, I've got five on here I wanted to talk about.
1: Okay, we'll do that five.
0: (laughs) What you got? I'll let you go first.
1: Golden Graham's was my top one. Man, that was the treasure trove. Oh, really? Oh, dude. Give me some Golden Graham's any day of the week. Now, I like Golden Graham's, but it was never...
0: I probably wouldn't have made my top 10 if I would have listed my favorite cereals from the 80s or like my childhood. (laughs) (laughs) I like Graham... teddy grams there's one to throw at you You remember the little teddy bear graham crackers yeah i was addicted to those i had those in my lunch but for a cereal i just couldn't didn't do golden grams very much
1: really okay
0: yep well i mentioned nerds so i'll skip past nerds uh the nintendo cereal you remember that i remember
1: i never had it
0: You never had... Oh, it was kind of like Nerds that had like the two separate cereals in there. It was like Super Mario on one side and Zelda on the other. If I remember right, they both kind of tasted the same. There really wasn't much difference in the flavor. It was just a matter of the shapes and the novelty of... I've got Nintendo on my breakfast cereal box that I can look at while I'm eating. You know? (laughs) Oh, yeah. What else you got?
1: Well, I'm going to Kind of continue on with Golden Grams, because a memory just happened. Mm-hmm. My whenever I go to visit my grandmother, she never had much cereal, or if she did, it was all plain Jane stuff. So it'd be, you know, corn flakes or plain Rice Krispies, something like that. Well, I remember a couple times where she made me Golden Grams by taking graham crackers, smashing them up, and then adding milk to it, and that was my grandma's <laughs> Golden Grams. <laughs> Yikes. Yeah, well, good. I, uh, soggy. <laughs> nice
0: try. Yeah. They get a little soggy pretty quick.
1: <laughs> um, my number two was buckwheats. Do you remember that cereal?
0: Buckwheats. No. Yeah. That does not ring a bell.
1: No. I love me some buckwheat. They don't make it anymore. It was a, like a sweet flavor. Like, I don't remember it very well. Like, probably, it's probably different from what I remember now. But, um, It was like a sweet taste, almost like it had a honey flavor to it. This stuff right here.
0: Hmm. Was it like small? Like kind of like grape nuts?
1: No, it was more like flakes. So it was like you're having uh, corn flakes or whatever, but it was a a buckwheat, which, you know, they make buckwheat pancakes and all that. Mm -hmm. To me, I remember it being a very sweet flavored uh, cereal. So that's probably why I liked it. Oh, I hear I it. it had a maple syrup glaze, so that's what I tasted. <laughs> so, gotcha. Good stuff.
0: Yeah. Uh, one I remember is Rocky Road. Oh. Remember Rocky Road?
1: I think I had it maybe once.
0: It was, uh, let me try to remember, chocolate, uh, vanilla, and it had marshmallows in it, too.
1: Yeah. I think I had a not come to think of it. That's why I had it only once.
0: Yeah. That was one I remember having as a kid and loving to death. What else?
1: Cookie crisp.
0: Oh yes. (laughs) (laughs) And the, the, uh, the cop and the robber. Remember those commercials? Uh, Oh yeah. yeah. The the cookie crook. And, uh, can't remember the cop's names, like maybe cookie cop or something. (laughs) Those were some great commercials.
1: Oh, yeah.
0: And you're basically eating chocolate chip cookies for breakfast. I mean, come on.
1: That's awesome stuff right there.
0: (laughs) Uh, One I did not like, I remember specifically as a kid, was ET cereal. Never. And it, you know, it was the little E's and T's shaped but it was like it, it couldn't decide whether it was chocolate or peanut butter. <laughs> it was kind of this weird flavor in the middle between chocolate and peanut butter that did not taste good to me. I think I got it once and was like, no, thank you. <laughs> Take it back. <laughs> nice. What else?
1: Uh, honeycombs. Is that oh was yes. good, addictive stuff right there. Honeycomb,
0: I loved Honeycomb. The commercials were great. It always seemed like they were up in some treehouse or something. Mm -hmm. And uh, I remember one commercial with Andre the Giant with Honeycomb back in the day. Great cereal. That was great. A big one for me was Cinnamon Toast Crunch, which obviously is still around. Oh, yeah. But you remember the little bakers in those commercials? Mm Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, I went through mass quantities of cinnamon toast crunch as a kid.
1: <laughs> wow. I feel
0: like the uh, the the uh, what was that skit on Saturday Night Live? The Coneheads. <laughs> I must consume mass quantities. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, you didn't watch this enough,
1: so not much. Uh, the last one I have, I have a few others for honorable mentions, but really the okay. last five of mine was the Dunkin' Donuts cereal. I do remember having that, and that was some pretty good stuff.
0: That was very good. Very good. Uh the last one on my list is the ice cream cones. You remember that?
1: I remember the box. I don't remember having it.
0: Ice cream. What was it? What was the mascot? Ice cream Jones, maybe. Uh those were good. Love those. They don't make those anymore. Nice. What are your what are your honorable mentions?
1: Uh I remember having the Smurf Magic Berries. Uh, yes
0: smurf berry crunch i think yeah, is the I, name of it
1: i remember having that how about any do you have any honorable mentions
0: no you go ahead
1: uh the other one i had was um probably because my sister had it but i do remember it the uh, strawberry shortcake cereal and it was uh, all of a strawberry flavor style <laughs> cereal
0: oh i do have one i want to throw out there because I kept the box for years and years and years. That was morning funny cereal. You remember that? It was like this huge comic strip of uh, the family circus. You could like open the box up. It had like an extra panel. Um, And there was like the wizard of Id and all these comic strips that were like in the newspaper at the time on your cereal box.
1: I don't remember. remember? No, I, I
0: kept that box for years and years and years. I don't think I still have it, but, Oh my gosh, that was, you know, you're always looking for whatever's on the box, whatever prize is inside, and maybe someday we'll get on, like, more just straight-up cereal and prizes and all the stuff. (laughs) That would be fun to do. The Wacky Wall Walkers and all that stuff that, you know, you just bought the cereal to get what was inside. But that was a really cool idea because I loved, like, the funnies in the newspaper, the comic strips, and to get that on the cereal box I thought was Really cool. There you go. Yeah,
1: yeah, there it is. Morning Funny cereal. Looks mm-hmm. like it has old Dennis the Menace on this. It one. did, yep. Yeah. Don't remember this. Okay.
0: Oh, yeah, I remember it, yeah. <laughs> what else you got on left on your list?
1: Kind of like the staple now when when Halloween comes out, and that's the cornucopia of Yummy Mummy, Count Chocula, Booberry, and the other. Yes. Mummy. Or what's the other one? Fruity
0: uh, Yummy Mummy.
1: Yeah, Fruity Yummy and,
0: fr- and Fruit Brute.
1: That's him, yeah. So I remember yeah, I think I, there's of five of them back in the day. I don't think I've had them since, even though they've come out recently. I don't think I've had them since. They're
0: okay. They're not the same. They're more, all the cereal is a little bit different, just mm. texture and flavor wise. But yes, I mean, those were a, a huge staple. Every year around Halloween, I had to get me a box of mainly blueberry and frankenberry. I liked the the fruity flavors. I would get Count Chocula, but I liked the fruity flavors better. And then every once in a while, they would put out the other two, I think, during the year. Hmm. Not so much. They, most It was just the main three, the chocolate, the Count Chocula, the blueberry, and um uh, frankenberry were the main three and then they do fruity yummy mummy and fruit brood every once in a while but yeah when those all five came out like maybe four years ago five years ago they brought them all five of them back and they put them in the classic boxes i had to get one of each one and i I still have those cereal boxes nice i don't know i was gonna like frame them or do something with them i never have but i still have those (laughs) saved nice those are great. All right, let's uh, let's finish up. We're almost in the finishing up here, but we got to get into some weird stuff. We remember eating. What do you remember? Well, I don't
1: know if it's technically weird, but I put it in there anyway. And that is uh, back in the day, my my dad would have um, a group of us, the neighbors, around, and we'd have a little cookout, and it ended up being what we called mountain pies. Mountain pies are nothing more mm-hmm. than a grilled cheese sandwich, except you just put whatever junk you want in it. So ours were typically pizza flavored. So we get a little bit of like a spoonful of marinara, a little slice of cheese, or sometimes we did the the cheap thing and you know shaker cheese on it, and that was close enough. a Couple slices of pepperoni, and then you know you butter this bread, and you had a campfire outside, and you just you know make your sandwiches, and that was it. And if you want a dessert we'd open up a can of pie filling and you know drop cherry filling or whatever you wanted in it (laughs) and that's that's one of my fonder memories of growing up there
0: yeah i remember being over at your dad's house and experiencing those and just the little whatever you call it to put the sandwich in to put in the campfire was fun
1: yeah
0: and uh i remember making those those were good and there was. It was just a novelty of hey, let's be outside and eat our dinner and throw it in the campfire and yeah, man, those are good.
1: Yeah. What about you?
0: All right, so something weird that I gravitated towards and my mom would buy. I, of course, I loved. I'd already professed my love for chili dogs, and they made back in the day. I don't know what company made. They're, they're, you could probably Google it. They made hot dogs that were stuffed inside with chili. Or cheese, and they would be. I, don't, I think they were frozen, maybe. I don't know. I, anyway, I remember cooking them in the microwave, and the stuffing, the chili or the cheese would be like lava liquid lava when you bit into it. And I don't know. And it to me, the, the chili wasn't bad. I'm trying to see your picture there.
1: It's one on Pinterest here. It has the cheese oozing out from yeah. the. Yeah.
0: I think uh, the dude that runs uh, Dinosaur Dracula found these one time. And I was like, yes. I just, oh, my mom would buy packs and packs of those chili dogs. And I, you know, it was just the, again, it's more of a novelty thing where you, right. you don't need the chili sauce on top. It's in the hot dog. I mean, come on, man. You just had to be careful how much you nuked those things because they would be nuclear when you took them out of the
1: microwave. <laughs> Here they are. Here's where you found them. There's Chipotle dogs, Oscar Mayer, Chili Cheese dogs. There you go.
0: I don't think it was Oscar Mayer, though, back in the day. I don't know who uh, made them. It,
1: what's it? What's it what's the other one? The Big League, Big uh, Ballpark, Ballpark Franks?
0: No, I I just think it was some kind of off-brand or something. Anyway... I ate those all the time. And I remember going out and making them myself, you know, when mom was working or something, I always had those chili stuffed hot dogs. What else you got?
1: I only have one other thing. Uh, Again, it's just odd. Around the time of the Clifford County Fair, uh, I would try to hustle up or beg my mom to go out to my grandmother's. Because that was blackberry picking time up in the strippins, the old strippings that we had up, up behind her property. Uh-huh. So we would go out there, I get a one of her pots, cook pots, and just go walking up. Most, a lot of times I took the tractor, that was my four wheeler, and just drive the tractor up the road. And I collect as much as I could find of that. I probably ate half of what was there. <laughs> and then um there was a little huckleberry bush, which are like mini mini uh blueberries. But most of the time, I was blackberries that I, I gravitated towards, and I would get them back to my grandmother. And whatever was left, that's what she, you know, she'd ask me what I wanted. And the problem was, she was always willing to make me like a blackberry pie, but I'd eaten too much to have a pie. So I ended up usually getting a, you know, a jar of jelly out of it. But man, that was—it's become one of my favorite fruits. But even when I have it, like whenever I, I pick up a little clamshell or something of it. I don't know if it's not the flavor. I don't know if it's lost. A lot of them are sour. The ones that I remember were a lot sweeter, but I still eat them. They're good, but they're not great. So it's more like the nostalgia that I remember when the thing about it. But
0: I remember uh, a couple places in Kerwinsville when I'd be out riding bikes or out in the woods someplace, you know, and you come across the blackberry bush, raspberry, that are somewhat wild, or at least not a place where people usually go picking and eating those. And, uh, yeah, I mean, it was just kind of the kid thing to do when you're out in the woods, you're by yourself. Maybe you want a little treat or something, just grab a bunch off the bush and go to town or take them back to your fort and, you know, keep them <laughs> in there for, you know, while you're <laughs> playing, uh, playing in the fort or something, you know. I don't remember doing a lot of that, like with my family or anything, and then making something out of it. It was more or less you find them, you eat them.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's <what> I did.
0: <laughs> uh, that's cool. That's a good memory. What about you? Uh, all right. Here's another one that I loved. Has nothing to do with the person that advertised it, which was mainly Bill Cosby, but the Pudding Pops.
1: Oh, yes.
0: That was like, you know, the f- frozen pudding <laughs> on a stick. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I liked them. The chocolate ones mainly is the ones that I would eat. Uh, but it was something I just remember we always had in the freezer. And he advertised the crap out of them. I mean, it was like, it seemed like it was every commercial break during the, you know, the cartoons or something. Right. Those freaking pudding pops. Do you remember eating
1: those? I'm sure I had a few back in the day. I remember more of the commercials than I do anything else.
0: Yeah. I don't know. It just seemed like they, I remember kind of the texture too, because it had like this layer of almost like ice yeah. on them. Yeah. And you would kind of let that melt. And then you, it, it everything else was just kind of like pudding texture, you know, <laughs> but it had that kind of shell ice shell on the things I don't know Yeah. anything else you want to throw out
1: yeah one last one and it it just hit me when I lived there in Dory Street in Clearfield I used to have one little bush of gooseberries Um, oh weird and they were if I remember it's been so many years I don't know what they I don't remember 100% but I think they were like a little bit of a sour flavor Uh, didn't taste anything like a grape or anything like that they were just a unique berry on their own and there might the little plant that did grow was it might get a dozen of these and that was all we could eat out of them Mm -hmm. Um, but i remember these things being like it was just an oddball we had a row of trees in the backyard i don't know what types they were i don't know if they were maple or whatever but this one little bush would pop up every year right at the base of one of those trees. That's really the, the last of the oddball or weird. Okay. Oh, uh, well,
0: I'll throw one last one out there and then we'll wrap this thing up. That's cheese whiz. Don't oh, yeah. I ate mass quantities of canned cheese when I was a kid and it was not always on a cracker. Let me tell you, I would,
1: <laughs> would you start <laughs>
0: so discussing
1: your head back and just, <laughs> I would.
0: And, of course, I would never uh, just do it direct because, remember, there would always be a little bit kind of left behind that was, like, hard.
1: Yeah. And so
0: you just kind of take that hardened cheese cap off the top and then. <laughs> uh, but she, my, mom would get me, like, rich crackers or something to, you know, kind of pour that on. But it was just, the again, I, I keep going back to all these kind of novelty type Things it wasn't weird to have cheese, uh, or even kind of like that, you know, cheese that you'd have having those handy snacks, but that it was in a can, yeah. and you could dispense it, you know, however much you wanted at a time, and make fun little designs, make a smiley face or whatever you wanted to do with the cheese whiz. <laughs> and nowadays, I, I'm certain cheeses will just like swell up my throat, and I would probably die and Velveeta and cheese whiz are like the worst like those you know ultra preservative type cheeses you know yeah i couldn't handle it nowadays like i did back in the day and maybe that was part of it i just ate too much and now i'm like not immune to this stuff but anyway cheese whiz was always in the house and i was always doing weird things with it <laughs> did you have did you get cheese whiz
1: I don't think so. My mom was real big on making sure it was actually, you know, relatively healthy. I think <laughs> you so.
0: had a nice mom then. Right? <laughs> you had a nice mom then. Yeah.
1: I think the closest thing that we had to the process mm-hmm. was Velveeta, if I remember right. I I remember eating it. And I think we had it and I think she used it for like mac and cheese versus the regular craft powdered stuff that we put on it. Um but that's the only I don't remember having I don't think I've ever had cheese Whiz unless I maybe had it over at your place. I don't think I've ever had it.
0: (laughs) Oh my gosh. I I would uh, specifically request it (laughs) at the grocery store. Uh, I probably couldn't stand the stuff now, but (laughs) it was, I don't know. I gravitated towards that weird novelty items back in the day and it worked on me, all the advertising and all that too. So Anyway.
1: Oh, I got gotcha. <laughs> you. Yeah,
0: right. Exactly. All right, so let's uh let's move on to kind of what we want to do next time. And I think we've got enough. We've talked about this, you've talked about this that we can try to attempt our phone battles. And yeah. we can kind of splice off a little bit from the phone battles to maybe some of the the types of phones that we had, if we had like the novelty type phones, we could uh, go into like the old, like one 900 days, you know, when you would call those numbers or the, uh, those pretty much everything had a hotline. Oh yeah. We could get into that a little bit. Um, so I think we got enough for a show that, uh, and I've got some specific memories about that as well. <laughs> I got in big trouble, big trouble <laughs> for those 900 numbers.
1: Yeah. You can look that out of the bag. The last episode I think.
0: Yeah. Um, anyway, let, let's go ahead and try that the next time. Sounds great. Cool. All right. Well, uh, thank you everyone. This has been a little bit longer episode. I know, but hopefully we, uh, we jog some of your memories. Uh, hopefully some of those little restaurants and, uh, local eateries and stuff spark something that maybe you had in your hometown. And I know a lot of you will connect with some of those cereals and candies and everything that weird foods that we had back in the day. Would love to get your comments on those. You can comment on YouTube, go over to rediscover the where when we post the show notes, or you can just tweet us at RD eighties at infamous WB. love to hear your comments on what you remember back in the day
1: right and thank you once again for joining us on memory jogger we have a great time doing this again find us on all our social media outlets specifically find us on rediscover the 80s.com and we'll catch you later thank you so much for watching and listening
0: This has been a production of the Rediscover the 80s podcast. Visit rediscoverthe80s.com to find our show notes for this episode and others. Join us again next time for the Memory Jogger podcast.